All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome back onto the show from The Voice Season 11. He was the runner-up, Mr. Billy Gilman. Billy, thanks so much for joining us. Brad, my friend, how are you? It's good to be here. Absolutely, man. Honored to have you back on, man. First and foremost, congratulations on one hell of a run, man. Great job. You know, I gave it my all, and uh, I'm proud of I'm proud of Sundance, and I'm, and I'm proud to be his uh, his runner up. I really am. You know, we 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 worked very hard, and and he deserves everything great that's coming to him. You know, when when the blind auditions went down, I called this. I, well, I didn't call it 100. percent I said it was either going to be you or Sundance that were going to win this thing. And really? I, oh my gosh! I, you called it way ahead. I called it way it, ahead. That's, that's great. I just did, man. I, I, you know what? I called the Sawyer Fredericks win too a couple seasons ago. Um, wow! Something about that kid. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, congrats again. Um, I just, just give me your thoughts, man. How are you feeling about things? You know what? I feel really great. I feel, um, I feel that I did everything that I needed to do. Um, I prayed honestly that I wouldn't win. Of course. Um, you hear, you hear nightmares about the con, the contracts and what it, what it is to be number one. So I, I just didn't want that. I wanted people to know that I was alive and well, that I was still making music and wanted to make music and now in the pop field. And uh, people people responded, and, mm. and I couldn't believe it. And, and it was funny because I, I remember standing there at the finale and it was just them, Sundance and I after all that's said and done it just comes down to him and I and I thought to myself my god I stood at the blind auditions thinking what a long road I have and mm. here we already are yeah it's, ins- it's insane how fast time flies and how fast the work is and uh I was very proud that it was him and I you know he he, he really uh is a family man and has fantastic children who just I loved and, and he grew to love and, and uh, he deserves it. He, he really does. And, and, and I'm very excited about the uh, the new uh, outcomes that that are going to be enabled because of this situation. Because of because of the voice, you know what's going to happen for me in 2017 is very 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 exciting. So. Mm. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. And, you know, you mentioned a minute ago about, about how fast, you know, but for the fans, they don't realize how long of a haul it is. They, they just tune in every Monday and Tuesday night, and, you know, then they go back to the world. But you guys, man, you guys run a marathon for this thing. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's totally, um, it's every single day. You're doing dry rehearsals, which are fake rehearsals. It's, it's, it's you standing in place, but without the sets. So, so for instance, when I'm singing I Surrender and we have the strings and the background singers and the curtains going up and the fog, um, when you do a dry rehearsal, it's just for the um, people that work the show to get uh, a glimpse of what could happen on stage. And then you do stage rehearsals with the orchestra and all that they have envisioned. Oh, wow. um, so there's just a lot of steps that take that take you to the moment. You know, it's not just, um, you know, every Monday you stop and you, you have three days off and then you sing a song and yeah. things put together on the following Monday. There's many, many rehearsals, many drafts, many strategies, many recordings that take place during the week. And uh, 
you know, it, it takes a lot of discipline to keep your voice fresh every single day when you're not getting that great amount of sleep. <laughs> yeah. Um, it just it's a testament to your discipline to keep yourself healthy and and uh, in the game. You know, when you look back at the season. And, of course, again, you, you came in second. A lot of people thought you should have won. A lot of people thought Sundance should have won. But you had definitely the allegiance of fans, of a, a big population who thought you should have won. Um, but I don't think there's anybody that's really mad that Sundance won either. I mean, he's great, like you said. Um, but when you look back, do you he is fantastic. Oh, he certainly is. And he's been on my show as well. In fact, he's coming back on Thursday. Um, but that's when, awesome. Well, you, you tell, him, tell him, say, <sighs> say this, say, Billy... Uh, uh, Sky Pony. Billy says hi. Say Sky Pony. All right, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it, and then I'll tweet you the link so you can listen to it. You can listen to his response. <laughs> I love him. He's, he's he's just you know he he had my back and, and he he just I had his respect as he had my respect and sure. I truly truly will miss him. Uh, yeah. You get some familiar and friendly with people, but I will miss Sundance. I will miss him. Uh, Tell him, say, say, Billy will miss you on the Zen couch, the Z E N, the Zen couch. Oh, wow. I have stories you could. Oh, you're giving me great stuff for yeah. my for my podcast with him. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm <laughs> he, uh, he's a great guy, and he has a great family, and he really deserves. Like I said, he deserves it, and um, I'm happy to have come in second place because he he deserves everything that's coming to him because he's worked very hard for a long, long time. You know, well, I'm sure he's going to miss you too. And you said you you miss him already, so that's good enough for me for you guys to maybe show up at one concert each other. Maybe maybe you show up, you know, at one of his shows and vice versa. Absolutely, yeah, I'd be happy to. And he's huge in Texas. Yeah, he is. He, he, yeah, he he's getting huge everywhere. So both of you guys right. are. That's the beauty of the show, especially for the runner-up and the winner. You guys, you know, really, really. I mean, like you said, you went off the radar for a minute after your your um, your, your early success, and then bam, you showed up on the on the Voice, and boom, the second wind is here. Yeah, I hope so. We had some very interesting meetings and uh, some 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 situations that I'm very very looking forward to, and uh, it's already started to happen. And and a lot of people that have come on board have said that. You know, we can't wait six months because the next season is already on. Mm-hmm. So I think you'll be hearing from me. I mean, there's like 30, 40 concerts already booked. It's, it's a mini tour, really. It, no, oh, it's wow. a pledge tour, actually, that, that's going to be taking place for me. And uh, I'm so excited. Uh, Hard Rock Casino in Iowa, California jobs, Florida jobs. Um, it's just it's all over the place. So it's, that's very exciting. And uh and also, record-wise, I'm very excited, and, and there's been some very, very important people that I've, I'm so honored to, to know that they want to take place in, in, in my second uh, opportunity, you know, my, the Billy Gilman 2.0, if you will. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm excited to see what will happen. Yep. You know, I've had a lot of your fans, you mentioned record, you know, record deal. Um, of course, when I put out that you're on the social site that you were coming back on my show, a lot of your fans asked me, ask him about the record deal, ask him about tours. Um, can you can you get into it a little bit more? Yeah. Is there anything you can build on that about? The tour, um, you will see dates on all my sites, the Facebook, the Twitter, the my the BillyGilma.com, and that's uh, it will be taking me everywhere, and there's more dates being added as I speak, literally. Um, March is being filled up now, and... Uh, 
it goes from January to September. Wow. Um, which is very exciting. And um, there was one guy who said we cannot stop and we have to capitalize on what is. And I want me I want music out um, in the next three or four months. Uh, new music from a from a record label. So. Nice. It's uh, it's very exciting. It's very different circumstances than what I was dealt with before I started The Voice. So I, I honestly am truly indebted to what The Voice has enabled for my future. Um, I, 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 I truly am grateful for them, and uh, they gave me they, not to be so cliche, but they gave me my voice back. They That's really great. did, and yeah. to see America so invested, you know, they didn't have to vote me into the finale, and they did not have to vote me second place. So, uh, seeing as they did tells me that there is a buying demographic that that believes that I deserve to be there again, and and I want to make them proud. After your performances, every time you had that look in your face, like you gave it all, man. You didn't leave anything off the stage. You, you, you I I mean, no, and it was, it was, it was visible. You could see. It's almost like when somebody's finished lifting weights or somebody just finishes running a race. <laughs> to have that adrenaline look in their face, you had that every time, every performance. Thank you. Well, I, you know, I, I knew that. So many interviewers would come on and say, so who is your biggest competition? Who is your, who is your biggest threat? And technically, if, if you're all about strategy, you're your biggest threat. You're your biggest competition. You have to talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. Because people are going to be individualized. You know, there's going to be people that want Sundance that won't watch me. There's going to be people that will watch Way and not watch Sundance. Each viewership is going to be individualized on who they're going to vote for. Yep. So I just wanted to keep topping myself and keep finding better songs for people to go, oh my God, I thought he did the best that Monday. You know, all of a sudden he's doing this song. So it's a competition within yourself. It's not a competition within others. It just isn't. So, yeah, yeah I'm sure I look like I ran a marathon a few times. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I had Jordan Smith on the show a couple seasons back when he won, and which I, I mean, he's great, man. I love the, his voice is, is amazing. Um, yeah. He told me about the live shows, but I asked him, what do you think is more difficult, like the blind audition or the live show? And he, like, he didn't even hesitate. He's like, man, the live shows are like, he's like, your, your, your party is, if you're not horrified a little bit, you're abnormal. Because if you screw up, I mean, it's YouTube forever. I mean, you know, it's a live show. You know what I mean? It's like if you screw up during a live show. (laughs) Go ahead. It was absolutely bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) I sat there going, I I had a meltdown uh, with the vocal coach. I said, I don't know how, and excuse my French, I don't know how the hell I'm going to do this. (laughs) You're learning learning so many new songs that you don't know. You're learning your duet with your A-lister who's... My A-lister was Kelly Clarkson, so I was learning the song that she wanted me to learn. I was learning the original song. I was learning my cover song. It was it was total boot camp. It mm. was like Marine boot camp, and you got no sleep. It, it, so Jordan Smith was completely correct. If you weren't horrified, then you weren't feeling anything. <laughs> and, and that's funny that he, because he sings so beautifully, yes, just sure. so naturally. You know, it, it's it's it, it's amazing that he even felt a little flustered. But um, yeah, it was very scary. Uh, there were many moments within the finale where I thought. I'm going to crack. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, <laughs> the vulnerability is gonna really show. And for whatever reason, your body and your mind just pushes and it goes into adrenaline and it goes into those factors where you're not gonna give up because here we are at the home stretch. I don't know what it is, but it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great learning lesson for anyone. I mean, a singer or not. It's a great learning lesson to see how far your body can go. Yeah, for sure. You know, I wanted to talk about I wanted to talk about your song because of me. Um, The other day when I was getting up and getting ready for work, the freaking song was stuck in my head, and I I didn't know if I wanted to hug you or (laughs) kick you. Um, It's such a a great song, man. It's it's so catchy. Um, I want you to talk about that song about how how it came about. Um, of course, where people can go get it, I'm sure not iTunes or any I'll mention anywhere else. Yeah. The song, um, so each, each season, um, it's usually, it's usually like, um, uh, for instance, for our season, because it was in the winter months, they weren't sure if we were going to do a Christmas song, they weren't sure if we were going to do, um, uh, there was another idea. I forgot what it was now because, you know, a thousand ideas get thrown around yeah. in those yeah. times. But it came it came down to the fact that this was a season for an original song. So they gave us the option to um, submit some songs that we, as artists, have written and other songs that were pitched to us by the music department and by our coach. So I was like, whatever, I gave a few songs out and and they weren't really hitting and and whatever. So all of a sudden, I'm I'm dead asleep. And I get a text message at like 1 o'clock in the morning. And it's Adam. And he's like, I I have this song in mind for you. Uh, It actually was uh, a cup that Maroon 5 was supposed to have, but we didn't end up doing it and I want to give it to you. So I heard it and then it's now literally quarter of two, two o'clock in the morning. Wow. And I heard the chorus of the song and I instantly, instantly knew that it was something Billy Gilman could pull off. Yes. So I said in big bold letters, yes, yes, yes. Yes. I didn't give any more information on that because I knew I had to learn the song first. But your voice is perfect for it. Yeah, and so a few days after that, I started to uh, sing it live, you know, getting familiar with the lyrics and the chorus and the melody. And then I went into the studio with some of the producers, and uh, I called Adam and I said, I want to thank you for giving me um, a song that will forever help me mm-hmm. make a lane for myself, because that song is giving me so much fuel when a record label comes to me and says what do you want to do as your record I can honestly say this is what I'm proud of this is my sound there you go so that that song wasn't just the song that was my sound and yeah. I think it's very very important for an artist yeah it's like know? a resume it's almost like a, here, here, this is part of my resume now exactly and I just can't wait to sing that song live I can't wait for my fans to fall in love with it continually mm. it's just beginning for that song i know i know you're universal and the voice owns it but that doesn't mean i can't embrace it Absolutely. And, uh, 
I'm excited. I love that song, and I and I thanked Adam over again because I don't usually go back and listen to what I've done. I never do that. Like now, I'm just around getting to listen to my young self. Mm-hmm. Nineteen years ago, eighteen, seventeen years ago, you know what I mean? Don't listen to what I've done. I don't. I hear every flaw, every wrong thing, but I did go back and listen to a few things from this season. And I listened to that because of me, and I just was blown away, and I was very proud that that song, I could consider it mine, you know? Yes, I was sir. very happy on that. Tell us something about Adam Levine that won't get you in trouble if you tell us. Can you tell us something that your fans may not know about Adam? Honestly, I can't tell you much, but he's an open book. He's very much like me. He'll tell you what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll tell you what he feels, and he'll tell you the inside scoop, and he'll tell you everything. So... It's very tough to have inside stories about someone that's very open. That's true. Um, what about something that? You know, what about something that surprised you about about him? Is there anything that surprised you? Surprised me. Yeah, working you know, with him and getting it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, it's it, it's going to be corny, but it and they were and all the like the, the, the head of the, the voice and and the, the head of the musical department and. And all these people kept continually coming back to me and saying, you know, he really does care about you. And that is what blew me away. Because when you, for me, if I was a judge on this or a coach, they don't like to say judge, but if I was a coach on this show, it becomes a, it becomes a technique. It becomes a, a, a more of like a, an act or a play. Okay, I'm going to do this for five months, and then the next season we're going to come around, and I'm going to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what you're saying. He really, really, really cared. That yeah, blew great. me away, because I don't know if I even could do it that way. He would be texting me all hours of the morning about song ideas, about costume ideas, about lighting ideas. He'd send me pictures of his baby. I mean, he, he oh, just was really Team BG, and it blew me away, because... These coaches don't necessarily have to be because <laughs> it's just so big, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ten other people that they have to coach, and he really, really cared for me and cares for me, and, and that really blew me away. Um, hmm, good stuff. Yeah, I, I didn't expect that. I just expected them to show up when the cameras were rolling. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And he was a very behind the scenes kind of dude, and it's really. And he would show up in a simple little Nissan car. And oh really? Cool. I just was blown away at how awesome and simple and real. So Adam, Adam is, I, I, is, he, is he frugal? Does he have some frugal parts about him? I guess so. I mean, yeah. Roman and Levine were Jewish. I guess you know what I mean. Wow, that's great, man. <laughs> that's great to hear. He, he does come across as very genuine. He really does. And you know, you you wonder if it's part of the show's psyche or if it's part of the roles they play, but I can honestly say it's not. I really can't. I really can't. He was texting me the other day. I was in the mall trying to Christmas shop, and we were texting back and forth. So he is an amazing artist and deserves every good thing that that comes his way in the band's way. I mean, he really does that. And I was, like, expecting to be like, well, you know, it's their role as a coach and that's that. Yeah. It's totally not that way. It really isn't. Miley included. Yeah, I was going to bring up Miley Cyrus when you were talking about how hard Adam works for his for his team and for you. I saw that in Miley from the TV side of it. I saw that in her also. Miley was like unbelievable. She would go into the wardrobe 
and dress her, dress her teen and like say, okay, this is what you should wear and this is how you should act. Yeah. She was brilliant. Like, yeah, they all were truthfully invested in it. And it, I thought made the show even better than what it usually is. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought Malia because she was, man, she she really gave it all to her, to her team. She did. She yeah. really did. It was remarkable to me. What was the toughest part for you of the of the whole show? What was the toughest part? Keeping my voice healthy. Um, that was the biggest struggle. That was my biggest fear. It was my biggest. Mm. Um, it was my biggest struggle. Um, there were many mornings I would wake up and I, I knew that I'd have to sing in three hours, and it just wasn't there. It just wasn't. And, and for me, you know, I don't sing like. I don't sing like, I, I can't open my mouth and just have it come out like a rocker or something. I need every facet of my voice. I need the I need the soft, tender notes. I need the great big belting notes. I need the clear, crisp notes. I need every aspect of vocal cords. And there were many moments where I had to sit on the toilet, <laughs> not doing anything, but sit out on the toilet with the steam rolling in the shower and just warming up and warming my voice up and drinking hot tea and doing the neti pot and, and gargling salt water and, and just balancing my voice to where it was healthy. Um, it was a big, 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 big juggle for me to hold those notes and to hit those notes and to hit the high notes and the low notes and the long notes. and. It was it was a balancing act, and that mm. was my biggest fear. And I would wake up every morning, and I would I would literally open my eyes, and the lights would be off, and I'd have my humidifiers rolling, and I'd have all the steam and all that every every night. And I would wake up, and I would breathe, and I'd go, and I would do this one little note thing, and I could judge if my voice was going to be a struggle that morning, or if it wasn't going to be a struggle. Mm. I could I I got I got down to knowing my voice that fast. Um, well, let me ask you this. Uh, on that note, what? on that note, let me ask you this. On the morning you woke up, and later on that evening, you were going to sing Freddie Mercury of Queen on national TV. How was your voice feeling that morning? <laughs> it was doing great that morning. It was uh, doing great. Well, that's a good thing. My voice on a, a struggle day was the I surrender. I woke up and my voice was not there. I was like, oh, oh man. God, what are we going to do? I'm, I was struggling and I, I kept sipping tea and I kept putting towels over my face to suck in the steam from the towels and, and just anything to shrink the cords because they were so tired because of all the schedules sure. that had you doing. And I stepped out on the stage and I said, I'm holding these notes whether my vocal cords want to do it or not. You know, it's mm-hmm. more of a willpower thing than anything. Um, and, it, and it happened. And that song went to number one on the iTunes, which I was sure so did. shocked at for forever. I will forever be shocked if that was the one song that went to number one. I don't I, I can imagine how scared it must be, like, because if you get a cold, I mean, that could just destroy your whole dream of the show. Mm-hmm. You know? It destroys everything. Yeah. And there was an artist, I won't say who, but there was an artist that did come down with an illness, 
and because of that they were they were eliminated so yeah, that's terrible colds and and keeping yourself healthy is very much a part of the game mm-hmm. and I push so hard that now I am sick I am sick as you can probably hear I do hear a little um, fuckiness in your voice yeah 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 so you do push yourself you do push yourself into an oblivion if you will and uh you can crash later. You can yeah. crash when you when you're on the plane ride home. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, what's a couple more questions, and I'll let you go. No, we're running a little bit late here. Um, which okay. which performance of all the ones you sang on the show are you most proud of? My way. Ah, yeah. I can honestly say my way was my favorite. Yeah, one of mine too. The one I was most scared of. Um, it was the one that was not my decision. My way was not my decision. I had another song in mind for the finale. Mm-hmm. And uh, Adam and I was uh, doing rehearsals for it. And um, I had one song in mind. And it wasn't working. I thought it sounded good, but I could see Adam's face sitting on the stool that it wasn't working. And I'm thinking, well, I know he's going to say no. Mm-hmm. I can just tell by his face. So I'm thinking, I wonder what's going to happen. I don't, you know, this, we're going to go into overdrive here, picking out songs. And he looked right to me and he said, what about my way? And I went to myself, I went, oh, God. That's every 70-year-old drunk man's karaoke dream, right? <laughs> and that's true, right? So I said to myself, oh, God, um, I don't know. And he said, well, can we just try it? And then I had to go back to Smart Billy because he allowed me to do I, I Surrender was my song, All I Ask was my dream, Fight Song was my goal, um, Crying was my song. Everything that I had done on the show was my vision. And Adam trusted me. And he said, okay, I'm, I'm going to let you do your thing. So when he came to me and said, my way, I instantly went, no, but then I said, you know what? I have to trust him because mm. he's trusted me this whole entire season. So I said to him, okay, I, I think I get what you mean, but I have to work with it to do to do, to do do it, quote, unquote, my way. Yeah, right. And I said, and he said, he said, what about if you start completely alone? And I said, that's it. That's it. Mm. We've, totally, we've totally reincarnated it. Yep. And uh, and he said, no matter what, he said to me the song is not to me. To me, you've yelled and belted and sang your ass off this whole season. To me, this song necessarily isn't about that. It's about saying to the audience, no matter if I win or if I lose, I still did it my way. Mm. And I completely lost it during rehearsals. I started to cry. I was so tired anyway. I'm sure that led to the crying. Mm-hmm. But I, when he said that, I just lost it. Because no matter what, no matter if I came in fourth, <laughs> or if I came in first at the finale, I still did it my way. Yeah. I did not one song that anyone thought I was supposed to do. I did my songs. Josh was told what to sing so many times. Way was told what to sing. Sundance was told what to sing sometimes. I completely did it my way. And I was happy that he chose it. I, I couldn't believe how full circle that song came when I got to sing that, come the time I was to sing it, with that beautiful orchestra. That, for me, was... That was the highlight for me. That's that, great. That, that, and 
because I was so nervous about it. Yeah. But, um, but the message so of many it. of the people I looked up to had orchestras around them and orchestras mm -hmm. and and I was standing there, standing there before they, because they count down in your ears. So when you start a song a cappella without music, they'll count down in those little things that you see when the voice goes to live. You have those things in your ears that called um, ear monitors. Yeah, yep. They're talking to you and you're they're talking to you and they're saying whatever. And so all of a sudden I hear five. So I I can't hear Carson go, ladies and gentlemen, Billy Gilman. I hear five, four, Just three, countdown, two, yeah. one. So all of a sudden I, I start singing this and I'm looking around and I'm seeing this orchestra ready to play the set. Here we are, I made it to, to the finale and I just, I automatically started to cry. I'm thinking, Gilman, you have a song you have to sing and you're already crying. <laughs> oh my God. Like I legit was already, I couldn't finish the song. And so when it finally came to the end of the song, I held the notes I was supposed to do, I was supposed to just whatever. And the ending of my way, my stomach was shaking so bad. Mm. I said, I can't hold it in anymore. And so that's, I couldn't even get out the last notes. And so I had to whisper it, my way. I, I couldn't get it out. I was thinking, yeah. you wimp. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was, that was forever the moment that will ever be embedded in my soul. I was most proud of, of, of my life. That's great. Great answer, man. Great. I mean, it really, the listeners are going to love that because you, you painted the picture of the whole storyline behind that song and the journey <laughs> that you took to the get there, you know? So, um, let's see. I think that's about it. Oh, oh, one more thing. Um, everybody knows you, you, you almost won a damn thing. You, you, came, you came in second. Um, but do you feel you know, looking back, that you've accomplished what you aim to accomplish. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, more so, because I didn't expect to go number one. Yes. I didn't expect to do anything. I, I really didn't. Um, I just wanted to be an inspiration for people that ever felt underrated, never good enough, and the more I got involved in the fight, the harder my fight got on behalf of everyone else. Nice. It really became something other than a personal victory. Um, and it's crazy, like I was getting up going, I gotta fight for the people that are fighting for me because they know what it feels like to, 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 to not feel good enough or to feel like someone doubted their dream or, or, or they've given up and, and, or, or they had a, a, a circumstance in life that, that deterred them for, for achieving their goals. It became something other than I have to be number one. I have to get to number one to win. Hmm. It became, if I, like, if you go back and listen to the songs, very few of them were love songs. Most of them were anthems. Right. Light song, Man in the Mirror. Yeah. Um, Sing It Anyway, I Did It My Way. Uh, all of them were literal anthems because, to me, America kept voting me in, and it just kept proving to me that everyone that said no in my life were wrong. Mm. And and there I stood second place.
or at, at, at some moment, it could have been first place. Right. Um, and, and I said to myself, you know what, no matter what, I can happily say that everyone that said that Billy Gilman wasn't deserving or Billy Gilman wasn't going to see a second chance, they were wrong. Because America could have easily voted me out the first live show sure. when I sang Crying. And if I could instill anything in anyone after this outcome, it was to never give up. Because I so badly wanted to give up. I was so sad and, 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 and depressed thinking that everyone was right, but I knew I was to be a singer. I knew I was put on this earth to be a singer, but no one was giving me the chance. And I literally had to put one foot in front of the other. Mm -hmm. As simple as that sounds, I had to just put one foot in front of the other that started the trek back. And so no matter how small that step is, it's a big step. And it's a big step to anyone's victory. And you are worthy. And that was my mission. It became my mission right after Fight Song. And I said, if I can get into lives, I'm going to sing songs to inspire people because the people are worth it. And that is what will keep me coming back. It's not a lovey-dovey song. People aren't, it, that's not relatable to me. Um, it's, it's, it's proving to people that we are worthy of being our best selves. Cool. It's as simple as that. Really good stuff. Well, I really appreciate you doing this. Um, I hope you can come back. I know you're going to get really busy and you start touring. And um, but I want always time, so we'll, let's do it. I definitely <laughs> want you to come back on the show. Before I let you go, though, I want to give you an opportunity to tell the fans uh, where they can follow you on your social sites, where they can get your music, um, your website. Talk about that real quick before I let you go.